Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Now, Trey, I can see you driving a muscle car like the Charger or the Challenger or maybe back in the day, a GTO, a 442. <laughs> I've you never owned Yeah, I've always you, I've uh, been a truck or an SUV me. guy. Well, Randy, you said you were driving a sled, which would be pretty good because uh, up here tomorrow and Thursday it may snow a little bit. So if you're driving a sled, that's yeah, a good idea. Yeah, I think, think it would work out. F- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. should work you could out. Loan that, sledding down loan, the road. Loan that to Trey. <laughs> and Trey I'll can stick, say I'll, at least drove I'll a I'll stick to my four-wheel drive. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> is the weather not as crazy? It as, is. Uh, only Arkansas can – and somehow produce. I mean, where it's was 68 it? degrees yesterday. Where, where was it that Arkansas uh, was playing? They were on the road, and it was snowing when they got back, and they did get in. I can't remember which game that was. I think it was a Tuesday night. They won the game and then uh, flew in. They did get in just in time. Well, it's not going to snow the while Georgia they're flying game? back. Maybe so. And here they are in Florida. I think it's a Georgia yeah. game. Probably a nice day in Florida today. And when they well, land, when they left here, Rick. When they yeah, left it was here, it's here in the too. 60s. That's yeah. right. They'll yeah. come back to freezing temperatures. 20s. It's 32 yeah. right now. Yeah, going down. Yep. All right, Trey, I, I, I need you to flex your mighty muscles on behalf of mm. uh, all of Arkansas. And that is, what is Jalen Williams got to do to be the outright SEC player of the week? Well, instead of just coach. I mean, he shared it this time with Scotty Pippen. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he averaged like 28 points a game, so it's pretty hard to slap that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like. Yeah, but whatever. when his team is not winning, well, I they thought are. They're, they're six and eight. They're, they're a lot better than they were last year. And I think they won Jaylen's Saturday. had a pretty nice little straight little. I mean, he's yes. had a long stretch of playing yes. really, really well. In fact, but uh, you know, these last two games obviously were very good. Earned him co-SEC Player of the Week, and and then you can't stop other people that you're not playing against. So right, <laughs> it's tough to stop. I mean, what is he going to do? Guy, guy played great, but yeah. I, I would be worried more about Jalen Williams and you know what's what's his prospects look for returning next year the way he's playing. I mean, it's starting Still to kind good. of get a little scary. Yeah, I Still mean, I think good. he will. But, yeah. I mean, you look at it, you're like, man, this guy's putting up a double-double um, or almost a double-double, which nobody has really done. I don't think anybody at Arkansas has ever, you know, put up the points he has with, what, two-and-a-half assists a game. Um, I don't think anybody's ever done what he's doing right now, potentially. So, he's he's really stepped up his game. He's been – more aggressive he's just he's just gotten better just like what you'd like to see with anybody just this whole team has done that though i mean january 8th what are we thinking right i mean we're like this team is there's all kinds of rumors about problems in the locker rooms and um you know they're just not gelling they're not getting it and you know i thought curtis wilkerson made a good point the other day on his podcast just 
Musselman every every year, seven straight in college, they've won 20 games. And you just kind of got to accept that he's going to get the, the, the thing righted and get it in the right direction, and, and here we are. And this is an interesting one. I mean, Arkansas lost 14 in a row there. It's a, it's kind of a travesty that they're like 26 and 13 against Florida all time. I mean, because historically, Arkansas had always had a better program. Now you might yeah. say they're a little more even because they did win two national championships. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little bit different uh, footing now. But Florida, in a lot of, I mean, they started off 0 and 3 and then won seven of nine, I think, in in the conference. But they started off 0 and 3 just like Arkansas did. They're battling right now, kind of like Arkansas was a little while ago. Um, to get back in the NCAA tournament discussion. Um, and so this is a huge game for them at home, and it's a place that um, Arkansas just has not has not played very well the last 14 meetings. Arkansas and Florida have met each other the least amount of times out of any SEC team that Arkansas plays. That's that's their fewest, fewest games against Florida out of anybody. There was a game when Mike Anderson was coach, and I can't remember, I don't know, four or six years ago, where an officiating call cost Arkansas the game. Oh, and it, was, Harris, it really yeah. was a bad call. But other than that, when you look at these 14 losses, not too no. many of them have been close. No. I mean, no. it's not only no, losing, right. it's really getting it's really getting beat bad. So I think tonight will heck be a heck of a game. But And this is the night you'd think there's a good chance that that streak could end. Yeah, and Florida what, had a couple of road or a couple of losses, um, one to Texas A&M, and then yeah. comes back and beats Florida, or excuse me, beats beats Florida, beats Auburn, and one of the most pathetic field uh, court rushings I, I think I've ever seen. Did you guys watch that game? It was like, yeah, it's like what, not everybody was on board with rushing yeah, the court. That's right. Yeah, wonder what that's like. They, they got just enough was. to fill up the circle in the middle. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> what, did anybody read what their fine was? Grand. 50? Okay. 50 for Obviously first time. 50. Yeah. They don't that, was about, the... that was worth about 50. That's definitely wasn't worth 250. Yeah. I storm guess they the don't storm like the court or the field much at Florida, huh? Uh, yeah. Maybe they just didn't know how to do it. <laughs> Kudos <laughs> to them, I guess. <laughs> now, they certainly could take note from Arkansas. They know how to do it for sure. There's yeah. no question to that. Uh, when you think of history, though, I, I – I go back to 94, and that was, uh, for Arkansas, that was the first game Arkansas played in the, in the Final Four, and that was against Florida. Yeah, that's right. Yep. And I, I didn't think of them as being a power back then. And no. um, as you mentioned, Billy no, wait a minute. They, they no, 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 no. They didn't play Florida in 94. They played Arizona. They played they Arizona. Play Arizona, Arizona. And you're right. And they beat Duke, yep. so. In yeah, Florida, right. but what Florida, Florida, was a good, Florida had Florida, a good team though, uh, yeah. then, but it was like an uncharacteristically good year for them. Um, uh, Kruger was the coach back then, I yeah. believe, Long and uh, yes. had a guy named Cross. I remember, I believe they were ranked for a time, and um, yeah, I mean, I, I remember those. I remember those Florida teams, but I also remember Florida as a program. Not thinking very highly of Florida as a program, and they weren't until Billy Donovan got there. Just another thing that goes to show. It's not just about the X's and the O's. It's also, or excuse me, it's not just about the Jimmys and the Joes. It's also about the X's and the O's, the coach that you get. Billy Donovan made that uh, a big-time place to play basketball, and it started pretty early right when he got there. They kept building and building. They went to the Final Four the year with uh, Miller. Um, I'm forgetting his first name, but uh, 
It was their their forty. He went on to play. Mike, Mike Miller. Yeah, Mike yeah, went Miller. on to play in the mm-hmm. NBA. Um, that team wasn't necessarily super highly seeded, if I remember, but they uh, they did go on to the Final Four, and that was pr- that's probably what you remember. That was not ninety four, but it was probably maybe a couple few years after that. Boy, guys, if well, you look at this. Noah also anchored. Yeah. Them. Well, and they well, won those the teams won the national championship. Yeah. 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 Right. Hey, if you're looking for the series, okay, of the 14 losses, 11 of them were by double figures. And then the only close, only claim that was closer than seven points was the game we were talking about, 57-56 back in 2015. They lost that game. Other than that, the closest they've been is seven at Florida. There's no other series like that for Arkansas. None. No. There's a, don't you know there's a Florida fan listening to us recount Florida's history right now and just <laughs> their faces Laughing. and their palms? <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully that streak ends tonight. Laughing right now. Uh, Trey, there appears to be on the radar a defensive end out of Georgia Tech that uh, is in the transfer portal. Yeah, and I forget, I've forgotten his name, Randy, but um, – it is awful weird timing <laughs> to be in the transfer portal, um, entering it anyway. But, um, you know, there's a whole other season of transfer portal stuff, and Arkansas is absolutely in the market for defensive linemen. They've already got one in Landon Jackson. Uh, they've got three spots, it looks like. So, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing them at a defensive end, but I really think interior defensive line is is what they need to really focus on. But if you feel like there's a guy out there that can help you at defensive end, then, then go at him. I, I, I don't hate Arkansas's defensive end situation necessarily. I mean, especially with Jackson on board. Uh, you got Zach Williams, who I think could start at the other side. And they've been running a three-man front, so really one of the ends has kind of been more of a jumbo type anyway, like Eric Gregory fits well there. Jackson probably fits well there. Uh, but to me, I'd like to see him go get another – I mean, they don't just grow John Ridgeways on trees. I know that. But another massive defensive tackle, I think that would be a, a big benefit to him. This guy's name is Jordan Dominic, and he graduated uh, from Georgia Tech in December. So he is a graduate transfer, but he does have two years of eligibility. So and evidently he's going to visit. That For would whatever be, that's worth. Yeah, that would be big. After February 28th. 235. Yeah, yeah. Yep, dead period ends February 28th. Arkansas has got a big visit weekend coming up March March 5th, I believe, and that will be their first big one since, like, January 28th or something. Why do they have the dead period right now? What is the purpose of it? I guess to give the coaches some kind of break, but there is no break. I mean, you still have to write letters. You still have to be on social media. You still have to make phone calls. Uh, I guess it's just to give them some time where they don't have to be anywhere. I don't. I don't know exactly, but um, you know, you do a you do a dead period uh, over the holidays. Um, you know, from around I can what, see the mid, holidays, mid December to mid January, and then you pick it up, and there's always like a flurry of junior days and stuff like that. And you have signing day, and that's also during a dead period. So. There's no on or off campus meetings between the coaches and players, um, and then you pick it right back up. I, I guess it doesn't ever feel like there's a dead period. I mean, I was talking to Danny the other day, and he's just like, I mean, 
they need to throw these terms away. They're confusing, and <laughs> there's no such thing. <laughs> so, and he's right. I mean, there's if it's not recruiting going on, it's it's transfer portal. Yeah, I started saying it. Does that ever take a break? No, we know that, and no. it may be it may vary in regards to how much contact that that can be made. But that really is only on campus, is it not? For a dead period, it's on and off campus. For a quiet period, um, it means no off-campus meeting, which we're about to enter the quiet period at the end of the month. Uh, but you can meet on campus, obviously, and that's why they'll be having. It's when everybody has their junior days and barbecues and all those kinds of things. Uh, speaking of Danny, he had uh, Monday recruiting notes. And uh, once again, it, it appears and this must be what you're talking about on into March before you'll see some of these young men on campus. But, boy, they continue to try to push the, uh, the bar upwards in regards to prospects. As an example, uh, Pearland, Texas, Shadow Creek, four-star safety, Maurice Williams is another young man that is saying he's going to try to make it back up uh, to Arkansas for a second look later this spring. Um, I'm with you, though. I'm, I would like to see uh, more of the big guys. It looks like they're doing a great job on, um, I wouldn't say the smaller guys, but the safeties and, and defensive backs. But, boy, you wish that, and I guess, again, they just don't grow on trees, mm-hmm. needing those big guys down in the trenches. Yeah, they just don't make a lot of 6'4", 320-pound hmm. 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds <laughs> to uh, to recruit with fast twitch muscle fiber. <laughs> you know, they they just don't they don't make a lot of those guys for some reason. But um, I, you know, I've seen people say stuff like, "Why didn't Arkansas recruit more guys like that?" Well, <laughs> it's just not it's just not a lot them. of them. Yeah. So uh, it's it's difficult to find those types of players. But you're right. I mean, even you know, going through this list and looking at it, you see a lot of guys that are safeties or wide receivers or. Um, you know, linebackers. Even there's not there's not a lot of big, massive Corners. defensive linemen, but at the same time, you know, Deke Adams hasn't barely been on the job yet. So you know, let's let him get started, I guess. Um, but yeah, just not a. It's it's a difficult position to recruit. If you go look at rankings, you'll see more players who are four stars at wide receiver than any other position. Um, and there's just there's just not a lot of massive defensive linemen. There just aren't. That's why those pl- those players are so coveted. That's why they say that's where football is won at the line of scrimmage. Well, the other the thing, the, that, the other thing, Trey, that that seems, and maybe again, I'm just seeing specific articles that that are targeted uh, for, I guess you can say, at the moment, uh, the top of the uh, information ladder, but. You've not seen many offensive linemen. I would have thought that would have been something that uh, there's one, I think, mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coatlin Siriaki, is that how you say his name? Or Siraki? It looks like Siraki. Yeah, I'm not sure Siraki. how to say it either. Yeah. I'm not sure how to say it either, Randy. But, um, yeah, I mean, they, they have offered guys. I mean, it's not like they just haven't offered players at those positions. They've offered 21 offensive tackles right now. Um, you know, and a lot of offensive, you know, off, interior offensive linemen, I guess you'd call them. Um, I think 13 interior offensive linemen for that class and 21 offensive tackles. So they're they're targeting those guys. It's just 
Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of action, but you know that was true also of of some guys that ended up committing to Arkansas last year. They're still going to end up signing. Um, they're going to you know they're going to end up signing four offensive linemen at least in the next class. That's what Pittman wants to do every class. You know they've offered. 32 guys on the interior defensive line and 20 edge guys so you know that always tells me if you want one then you need to offer 10 so if you see 30 offensive line or you mean 30 defensive linemen uh offered interior and that means they would like to sign three of them so usually how it goes Hmm. and uh the quarterback siraki's uh teammate Mabry Matour? Matour? I'm, I'm not sure. It's probably better asking Danny on, on pronunciations for some of these guys. But, yeah. um, you know, I look at it and like, like you, Randy. I, I read the names and stuff. But they'll bring in a quarterback for sure at this class. Uh, I think Avery Johnson probably a guy that's really high up there. He's ranked number 10 um, quarterback prospect. He's out of Kansas. He's been up here a few times. And, uh, you know, Vic Sutton is another one that I really like. He's not – last time I looked, Vic Sutton wasn't rated. He's out of Mississippi. But he's, um, you know, a big, strong-armed, fast quarterback um, that may be flying under the radar a little bit, kind of like K.J. Jefferson was for a while. Um, but they'll, they're going to be very picky at quarterback. They're going to – you know, they know this is an important one uh, since they didn't sign one last year. And speaking of rankings, this from Athlon, SEC football, early 2022 quarterback preview and rankings. No surprise who they have at the top of the list, Bryce Young, Alabama. Mm -hmm. And he should be the number one quarterback in the entire country. Uh, Number two, Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee. Man, that's a that's a tough call right there because number three, they have KJ Jefferson. Yeah, obviously. Well, Hendon Hooker. I, I, I mean, if KJ you look at Hendon Hooker, I, I would too. Um, if you look at Hooker's numbers last year, they're exceptional. They didn't win, you know, at the rate that Arkansas did, but he put up, you know, absurd rushing numbers, absurd passing numbers, just like KJ did. Um, you know, and really uh, higher numbers, but. The thing is, they, they didn't win as much. Um, I would take K.J. Uh, in a heartbeat over just about anybody. Um, you know, obviously Bryce Young is a Heisman guy. It's kind of a different deal there. But uh, K.J., to me, is, is way up there. I've got him as Arkansas. I did a top 12 ranking today of Arkansas's top 10, or excuse me, top 12 players. And I've got K.J. number one. And I think it's a really good thing to have your quarterback at number one. I think he's my top, top hog right now. Real quick, Will Rogers, Mississippi State, Spencer Rattler, South Carolina, Stetson Bennett, Georgia. That's your top six. All right, up next, Arkansas Razorback basketball. For Trey Biddy of HogSports.com, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainbow. So long, everybody.